0: SeatGeek is the easiest way to find the best deals on tickets to pretty much any live event. Concerts, sports, theater, comedy, whatever you want. Download the SeatGeek app today and enter promo code SEATS to save $20 on your first purchase.
1: Welcome back to the Sportsbeat KC podcast. This is Jesse Newell, Beat reporter for the Kansas City Star. I'm joined this week, very special guests live from Springfield, Massachusetts, where... Bill Self is going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame later today. Gary Bedore, KUHOOPS.com, beat writer alongside me. Gary, how you doing in Springfield?
0: Good, good. Things are going pretty well out here so far.
1: Yeah, well, I just mostly wanted to talk about that. I mean, it's kind of got to be... A surreal thing for Bill Self, but I wanted to get to some details about yesterday. I know that was the main press conference setting for for people, and also Bill Self kind of got fitted for his orange jacket and all those things out there. So, can you just describe yesterday, kind of the festivities that went on, and also uh, the mood that Bill Self was in, uh, kind of getting this honor and, and starting to, to realize that he's going to be in the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, it was pretty um, interesting because Bill Self probably has never smiled more in a day where the smiles are totally sincere I mean he was just soaking it in and having a good time he had to get there for an autograph session with fans it was a planned activity fans could pay to uh, get pictures and autographs of all 11 uh, representatives of the hall or the people going in themselves so he got there early and I guess he immediately looked up and saw his picture on the third level of the rotunda building of the hall. It's They line all the pictures of everybody in the hall are at the top of the building, and he must have somehow spotted his face right away because to get a good look, you got to go up on the elevator to the third floor. But uh, he saw himself, and they put his picture next to Fog Allen, and on the other side of him is Rebecca Lobo of this class, And three faces down in his row up there is uh, Dr. James Naismith. So uh, he's well-displayed up there. So he saw that right away and thought he didn't see Lobo's picture. So he thought, wow, they already put me up there for some reason. But then he found out everybody got put up there. Um, Then he went to the autograph session and the press conference where they give you the orange jacket, and uh, that was pretty interesting. They all gave a little speech for about a minute. And uh, he was just really happy and soaking it all in. And then he had an hour-long session at a table with any media that wanted to talk to him. And he was gr- he was great. He, he talked about the day, the specifics of getting the orange jacket and all that stuff. And then people were asking him about the state of the game of basketball and stuff. Uh, for probably the first time in a long time he wasn't necessarily the person all the media went to like Big 12 Media Day he's always swamped uh some of the the other coaches get nobody but people were uh, interested in Tracy McGrady and Rebecca Lobo being from around here got a lot of media so Self had just more of a normal you know rather than a a zoo around him (laughs) So, it was pretty interesting. He, again, he, they put a little trophy. They give everybody a little Emmy Award type thing. It's hard to describe what it is. It's not a statue. It's a. It says Bill Self at the bottom, and I took a picture of it and put it on Twitter. But um, he was sitting there with that, and it's real heavy, and he was playing with that a little bit. And just really happy. He kept saying that he's not worthy of it, but he'll take it and he won't give it back you know the honor of being in the hall at the age of 54 so he had a good day (laughs) and uh, he's soaking it all in he said some person in his uh, life told him this weekend shouldn't be like a wedding whereas the dad you want to make sure everybody has a good time the person said you enjoy this weekend with your family and all your friends will figure out a way to have a good time in Springfield.
1: Yeah, more like your birthday. This is celebrating you, so you do what you want to do. You know, I had a birthday last week, I got to go to the restaurant I wanted to in town, I got to eat the cake I wanted to, you know, the wife <laughs> the, the wife made the delightful uh, peanut butter and chocolate cake. So yeah, this is like Self's birthday here, like a an extended birthday celebration. You do what you're going to do, and basically everybody yeah. else can figure out the rest. Uh, I wanted to ask about the Fog allen thing because it, it doesn't seem like that is a coincidence. I mean, is that something that the Hall rearranged or that they made sure that that Bill was kind of around those other KU people? Because, like you said, I think that's got to be, for Bill's self, a little bit overwhelming to think that, you know, uh, not only is he close to Naismith yeah. in the Hall of Fame, but Fogg-Allen is, is Allen Fieldhouse. I mean, to to be next to those guys in a place of honor, it seems like that might make everything kind of sink in. Yeah,
0: um the uh, top rotunda, the, the way the pictures are, um I don't it, they're in kind of a light in encasement or something, and I wonder if if they can just, you know, technology pop the pictures into different loca- locations if they want to. Um, yeah. They're uh I ran a uh I thought I ran a photo of that, but uh, oh uh, of the little squares of his face and stuff uh but uh i don't know you know i'm thinking that maybe uh like that show tic tac Doe where you where you have <laughs> these little squares up there you could pop different ones in there like if they go oh there's fog allen let's put bill self in there and move Whoever was next to Fog, you know?
1: Yeah, it just it seems like a so cool I, it seems like a cool gesture, whatever it is, to kind of put those guys together. Yeah. And it would make I mean, I think it would be humbling for Bill Self to think about like the greatest place of honor that basketball has and having your photo up there next to you, you know, the legends of the game and the, the legends that KU basketball has had as well.
0: Yeah, and he said that uh this class was all sort of in the vicinity of each other with Lobo next to him and I didn't look for all the other ten um, to see if they're all surrounding self but um, there was two spaces available in that row I believe so it'll be interesting who who else is ab- appears by self because there's a picture of a whistle you know in that row and that, that'll be somebody someday so they'll pop a photo of a future inductee in there
1: yeah, I know you talked too, Gary about uh, the orange jackets and it's kind of funny to see those pictures, but uh, you described in your story a little bit about that and how, you know, he got it slipped on and kind of what it felt like. Can you go through just the scene of, of Bill self getting that jacket? And again, maybe something that made the whole thing feel pretty official.
0: Yeah. He um, was the last of the 11 to walk on the red carpet toward the stage. Uh the, The news conference was kind of a ceremony first. It wasn't really a news conference. That part happened after, during the one-on-ones. But he walked, he was the last of the 11 because in alphabetical order, Self is actually the last one this year with S. So uh, he walked up and the director of the hall had the jacket extended, so he slipped it on Self. And uh, then he sat down again, smiling, really happy. After that, they all gave like a one-minute speech. So, uh, he enjoyed the jacket. He was joking about it because uh, it's orange because obviously the color of the ball and uh, somebody asked him if the material was like a ball. I don't know why they couldn't see because we were sitting right there with self. No, it's a smooth suit coat jacket. So, uh, I would think he'll hang that up somewhere in his office probably or who knows what you can do with the, with the jacket because he's probably not going to wear it much like he said <laughs> yeah I wouldn't think so that would be kind of intimidating on the
1: sideline you know K versus Kentucky and or yeah. you know whoever North Carolina or even I guess a, it'd be better off against a coach who isn't in the Hall of Fame but yeah you just slip on the orange Hall of Fame jacket and try to get a little intimidation yeah. going
0: Yeah, and Calipari's got one too so Yeah. So again,
1: again, it wouldn't work for Calipari as well. That wouldn't be the intimidation. Again, we're talking with Gary Bedore live from Springfield, Massachusetts. Gary, for, for those of us who haven't been to the hall of fame, uh, I'm not sure if you've been there before, but can you just describe it a little bit? What stands out from, from the trip there and, and kind of just give us a general feeling about, uh, what that location is like.
0: Uh, it's downtown Springfield. Um, you, you pull in and there's a big parking lot and, uh, there's a couple of restaurants connected to the hall to the left and right of the main entrance. Um, You walk in and uh, well, no outside the hall are some statues. There's one of James Naismith with three kids and a peach basket. Uh And underneath that are sayings, favorite sayings of people that are in the hall. So Mike Krzyzewski, Roy Williams, uh, now Bill Self's got one of his dad's quotes uh, inscripted into the marble or whatever it is. And they're, they've added a walk of fame where there are these circular monuments and it says, uh, with thanks to uh, Bill's dad, mom, and it, I believe his three mentors are on there, Larry Brown, Leonard Hamilton and uh Eddie Sutton and uh Bill Self signatures on that so that's pretty neat they they're all going to be lined up in a road on a walk of fame type deal but his is already up and uh when you go in there's a big banquet hall where they had the uh, the ceremony but you get on these elevators or you can walk the stairs uh to the third floor and then most people just like there's three, two one, and you exhibits on each floor, so you just kind of in a circular walk around and uh yesterday they had a a blanket of James Naismith, one of the few artifacts um from his life, I guess that's still out there, and uh I believe there's a theater where you can watch movies and stuff. But yeah. we didn't have time to
1: go there. Yeah, you were working. You were snapping photos, shooting videos, uh, yeah. posting stories, all that stuff. And, again, I encourage people to check it out at or uh, if you guys want to go to KUHoops.com or I'd love to encourage you guys to get to the KU Hoops app, which completely free on uh, both iPhone and Android, the Google Play, or the Apple App Store, uh, completely free download. You can get all the coverage uh, every single day. Gary will deliver you your uh, KU notes of the day every single day, but all that stuff is available on there. I did want to talk about that statue up front because it was a talking point yesterday. Um, first off, you know, I, did, I wrote a story a couple of years ago for the Topeka Capital Journal about the reason for that quote and Bill Self Sr. Uh, being on there. Uh, and the quote is, don't worry about the mules, just load the wagon. And basically, it's from an old country song that uh, Bill's dad liked to listen to. And it just basically means don't worry about kind of the circumstances surrounding you. You just basically do your job. And uh, I know a lot of people thought that Bill Self, part of the reason that he loves toughness and that he values toughness is because of what his father did and what he displayed for him growing up. So there's that aspect of it. But then also the freak out of the day, which is on that uh, marble... Statue, plaque, whatever you say It says Kansas, yeah. Kansas Coach And it says Kansas University For Bill Self So I know a lot of fans, at least on Twitter Sending to me, were freaking out over it Saying Kansas University instead of University of Kansas
0: Yeah um, Well, there's always that age-old argument Because um, for a while One of the newspapers Called it Kansas University and And never backed off on that To last year and uh, I believe technically on the logo of the school I think it is Kansas University but uh, I didn't study that that closely if the way those words were formed that it it was quicker to say Kansas University but I don't know I mean Bill didn't say anything about it.
1: Yeah, it's it's just one of those hot topic points, Gary. We know that, and a yeah. lot of people
0: when you when you see that,
1: it just immediately kind of triggers in people uh, a very strong emotion. So uh, again, no. that was just something I saw a bunch on social media yesterday. We did get a question from Brad Hope here. Uh, He asked, what has changed himself since he arrived at the Hall of Fame and what has stayed the same? So I guess I'll ask you that about Bill Self. You know, what has been the same about Bill Self when he's been at the Hall of Fame and then what has kind of been different about him in this uh, day that he's been there at Springfield, Mass?
0: Well, uh, he stayed the same in that he's uh, pretty engaging during interviews. He still, you know immediately he was asking people if they were going to the chiefs game that night, <laughs> yep. stuff like that, where he's more interested in, or he would see a name tag of a guy and, and ask him, you know, something about his job or, uh, so in that respect, he's just still the inquisitive bill who, who's a people person kind of, uh, what's different is probably that he's willing to, to enjoy it and accept people's congratulations without, you know, being saying I don't deserve this all the time. He's, he's just enjoying it like you said, probably like a special birthday or something. Uh, he said he's gotten to know the members of the class pretty well, which is no surprise. He, he said he really likes getting to know George McGinnis the old aba nba player so um not too much different about him but definitely he's told himself to enjoy this and whatever personal friend told him that and i'm guessing it was either larry brown or barry henson (laughs) uh because barry's such a good guy and good friend of bill and uh larry brown has good advice for for people at the hall he's he's told people like Alan Iverson giving him pointers about his speech and stuff so um, for some reason I'm picturing one of those two guys that's told Bill to enjoy the weekend.
1: Yeah and like you said Bill has always been one to deflect credit. He'll talk about the great players that Kansas has. He'll talk about the assistant coaches all the time when he talks about You know, consecutive Big 12 titles. he will talk about we and talk about you know, kind of the we as the coaching staff. But again, this is a weekend for him to to not say we, to to not to not you know group everyone in with himself because this really is an individual honor. And so Bill Self is going into the Hall of Fame as. Bill Self and his photo is going up there and, and nobody else's so while he is really good all the time about giving credit to others deflecting the credit you know trying to to make it about others and, and a group and again nobody does everything on their, on their own but uh, this is kind of a moment for him and for him to enjoy. Real quickly I know Gary you kind of got a list of all the people that were showing up can you give us a, just a quick rundown of a few, uh, a, a few names notable names are going to be there for this, for this ceremony for Bill Self uh, when he's inducted into the Hall of Fame later today
0: yeah. Uh, Danny Manning is here. I think someone said I'm going to go over to their hotel and see what's going on. Um, uh, Christian Moody is here already. I, I don't laugh. I like Christian. That's probably why I left. Uh, he's a doctor now, Dr. Christian Moody. Yeah. Uh, Russell Robinson, uh, Mario Chalmers is here already. Um, I guess a lot are coming in today. Uh, Russell and Mario, I guess, have been spotted working out already at the hotel. So they're, they're getting after it. (laughs) Um, uh, let's see. Ted Owens is coming in today with a bunch of Bill Self's friends from Oklahoma. They're flying out of Tulsa. Okay. Um, uh, for some reason, Mulai, Mulai's name popped into my head from that list. Uh, Mulai and Yang is coming. Uh, who else Brandon Rush I think was on the list
1: I mean it's it's crazy to think about all these guys all the coaches yeah
0: Dooley Aaron Miles can't make it because of the hurricane even though he's uh, changed jobs in California he was living in Florida out working for Dooley and supposedly Dooley will make it um but pretty much every coach now KU's current staff they're all coming too uh jeremy case is already here i believe Jarence is already here Uh, so uh i think bill said about 60 players from all of his stops 30 30 ish from ku jeff hawkins simeon langford can't make it he's going back to he's already back in china to play ball Um, some guys already had to go back overseas like perry ellis but, uh, yeah, um, if people want to check that link, that should be online. also uh, the list of all the the people coming.
1: Great. Well, we're going to take a short break here. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Gary a little bit about KU basketball recruiting and then uh, really quickly about KU football and the start of the season they had and also welcoming back Mark Mangino.
0: SeatGeek is the easiest way to find the best deals on tickets to pretty much any live event, concerts, sports, theater, comedy, whatever you want. Download the SeatGeek app today and enter promo code SEATS to save $20 on your first purchase.
1: All right, we're back Gary, some big news for KU basketball last week picking up a top 25 recruit or top 30 recruit, used to be a top 25 recruit, Silvio De Souza, a 6-foot 9 big man uh, originally from Angola. Uh, What did you think about this commitment for KU? It was the first one in the Jayhawks class.
0: Yeah, they got him out of uh, Angola and IMG Academy in Florida. Uh, Supposed to be a powerful forward type. Um, I think we're listing him at 6'9", maybe 240. Um, People were surprised he didn't visit Maryland because – one of his friends goes there and I think they came to town and he and his guardian uh, just saw the perfect fit for him being a big man and uh, he did not, he decided to not make an official to Maryland and uh, I think he was looking at the Florida school since he plays there now but uh, a good addition for the uh Inside, because uh, he's supposed to be a r- pretty rugged rebounder and inside player. Um, his guardian actually knows Larry Brown. Um, I don't think that was a big factor or anything, but I do believe Larry has seen him play, and everybody's pretty high on D'Souza. He hasn't played basketball. A ton of years. I think he grew up playing soccer like some other former KU players and I just think um uh, people think he's a really good prospect.
1: Yeah, this sounds like a an old story for KU, getting all these guys. You know, you think about yeah. Yudoka Azubuki, you think about Shek Diallo, I mean, kind of the same sort of path where uh, you're coming over from a country where soccer is the first sport, and they are learning basketball on the fly, but also big men who seem to have uh, pretty good athleticism and skills. So, uh, again, a, a good pickup for KU's class. It is kind of an interesting class for KU this year because of the transfers that are coming in. You know, you have Diedrich and KJ Lawson who will be eligible in the 2018-19 season, along with Charlie Moore, and so KU could lose a lot of guys after next year but they also kind of have I say it's the first commitment for the 2018 class but yet KU already has kind of three guys waiting in the wings to take over some of those spots because they already picked up those transfers
0: from last year yeah I think he'd like to get another point guard um Devon Dotson has already visited they would uh I'm sure they'd like even more than one guard um Emmanuel quickly visited he's a point guard recently but Kentucky is supposed to be the heavy favorite for him he was supposed to visit Miami this weekend one of his three finalists but the hurricane threat has postponed that visit then he visits Kentucky and we'll probably decide after that but uh that's there's a a big list there's a lot of guys, you know, uh, there's a guy named Jalen Carey who's a point guard who's going to visit, and uh, like always, there's going to be a ton of people visiting for late night, both seniors and, you know, junior sophomores.
1: Yeah, so Bill Sofko's, So I would
0: think he would sign five or more guys maybe.
1: Yeah, Bill goes all of fame, and then, uh, you know, immediately after late night starts, recruiting starts, it's back to the grind uh, pretty quickly after this yeah. weekend ends.
0: Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Uh, Late night will be the 30th of September. Boot camp the two weeks before that. So, uh, like you said, they're going to be busy. And, and yes, they can hit the road for in-home visits, which must really be amazing for those coaches because it seems like every day they're making an in-home and these players are from everywhere. So, they're just zipping around the country visiting – kids in their homes
1: hey Gary I think we found uh, the perfect use for Bill Self's orange jacket recruiting visits right
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah yeah Cause, uh, that would be perfect um, great conversation piece and, <laughs> and uh I think he gets a ring, too. So there, that's bring... what you need.
1: Okay, yeah. I was going to say, I was thinking about a ring, because that's what you'd want. You know, just kind of just subtly have the nice, shiny Hall of Fame ring, and, oh, did you see my really shiny ring? Yeah, that I, I'm in the Hall of Fame. That, that'd probably be a <laughs> recruiting start pitch, right? Wouldn't it be?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> and that'd be easier to bring, because I, I doubt he wants to bring his whole box of Big 12 title rings on planes, but maybe... Maybe he does. Maybe he brings all of his rings from uh, all of his conference titles and the Final Four and all that stuff. The national title. Um, maybe when they take private jets, at least you yep. wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to be holding all those rings, probably on commercial flights.
1: <laughs> you wouldn't want to put putting those to the metal detector on the uh, in security. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, or you drop them and all the rings go flying everywhere. Yeah. yeah.
1: Probably not the best thing, but again, uh, I think the staff will take any advantage they can in recruiting. And uh, while there are some other coaches out there, again, we talked about him John Calipari, Roy Williams, that are in the Hall of Fame, it certainly wouldn't hurt for Bill Self to kind of use the same sort of thing in his own favor. Uh, I wanted to really quickly yeah. talk about KU football before we got out of here, Gary. I know you were at the first game. Um, before we get to the current team, let's talk about celebrating the past team. I know you sat down with Mark Mangino when he came back last week, and I'll tell you what, Ed, as, as you talk about Bill Self coming into the Hall of Fame and kind of being overwhelmed and humbled and happy and smiling all the time, I really have never seen a more jovial Mark Mangino uh, as we saw last week when he came back to Lawrence. Can you just give your general impressions of talking to him for 20 minutes and kind of the feeling you got from him when he came back to be celebrated as part of that 2007-2008 Orange Bowl team?
0: Yeah, it's kind of a similar deal. He He was really enjoying it himself um he uh he mentioned about 20 players when somebody asked him about the orange bowl uh he said he's got all their names in his phone and he keeps in touch with you know tons of his players i think he said half of his contacts out of his 500 in his phone are players he he also uh was real relaxed with the media and and really enjoying it he he said uh you could tell that you know again of all of his stops he really liked lawrence um just the way he gave the quote about it's a nice place it's a really nice place um he talked a lot about the orange bowl game that narrow victory and uh how important that was to him and that was was a big win over Virginia Tech um, and uh, he talked about Akib Tlaib a lot and Anthony Collins who uh, went into the ring ring of fame what's that called the, the, ring the ring of honor, of honor, honor. For,
1: yeah, the ring of honor for KU football. Uh, yeah, he was telling some great stories too. You know, he talked about yeah. Chris Fowler of ESPN telling him that they he couldn't beat Virginia Tech, and he said that yeah. that conversation happened in front of Mary Jane, who was his wife, and uh, he said yeah. that they basically. L- lined up the locker rooms he said it could have been wallpaper of media clippings how they were being disrespected against yeah. Virginia Tech and then he also gave a great quote I, I think you kind of pointed this out to me too that you t- took away from it which was the um, the the quote about they're unlucky to be playing us sort of thing like hey uh, you know, I, yeah, I feel good about my team's chances going into this game. I'm sorry, it was Oklahoma where everybody said, "Hey, you got lucky to yeah. play Oklahoma," and he was telling people, "Well, they got lucky they didn't play us because we were the ones that were really yeah. good that year. That was the best team that I've ever had." So uh, it was kind of fascinating to hear yeah. him talk and be very uh, open and, uh, yeah, again, very candid with the media about some of these stories that he remembered from ten years ago.
0: Yeah, he was, and uh, I guess that the game itself people that saw him said he was really enjoying it and watching those uh, ceremonies and then to go out there with his team cuz the team got put in the Hall of Fame too um that was that was a great weekend for him i think the way his career went uh he's got a lot of fond memories of KU and his for whatever about bad feelings about the end of it, um, like everything else, time heals. Because uh, it's highly doubtful he's gonna gonna coach again. I would, although I I think he said you never know. But um, he he had a great weekend and no uh, hard feelings of Mangino. Obviously, the there's a whole new regime in place, pretty much, and uh, he seemed to really. You were there too. He just seemed to, to like you said, be really relaxed and and complimentary of everybody.
1: Yeah, well, and again, Akeem Talib was there, and I can just see, I can envision after every Denver Broncos game, like media members lining up at the outside of the locker room doors to race in there yeah. and talk to Akeem Tlaib because the guy is just. He steals the show with with cameras and microphones around. Just a great quote, uh, very candid, very open as well. So a good weekend for those guys. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, KU opens up with an impressive thirty eight sixteen victory over Southeast Missouri State. I thought Southeast Missouri was, uh, you know, played pretty. I thought they were a pretty good team for one AA school, and I think KU played pretty well to win by that margin. But I don't want to talk too much because I think a lot of people will be listening to this when we'll know a lot more about KU football because here in about, oh, looking at this, 28 hours, KU's going to take on Central Michigan at home, and so I don't want to ruin that game, and our thoughts about this this team and this season will be changed quite a bit once that goes, but I I do really quickly just want to say I thought an impressive win for KU in that first game. We'll see where that takes them moving forward, but if nothing else, it seems like Peyton Bender, uh, the quarterback, and then Doug Meacham, the offensive coordinator, could have a very positive effect on this year's team, but again, time will tell, and as you listen to this podcast, you will probably know better than we do right now at this moment whether uh k u might have a successful season or not you'll know if k u is one and one or two and zero uh if you're listening to this in about twenty eight hours so uh any final thoughts, Gary, before we wrap this podcast up
0: no uh I believe it's supposed to rain today, so uh Bill self's busy and he won't be doing any golf anyway. They got him running all over town, so um it should be a nice day and uh and a nice ceremony tonight. Uh, the Symphony Hall is supposed to have be kind of a movie theater type seating, so uh, it should be a nice intimate setting for all the inductees, I would think.
1: Yep, and he talked about how he's practiced his speech so much. He's got eight minutes to talk, so we'll all be interested in seeing what he says and who he thanks and all the stories he tells in that eight-minute speech as Bill Self gets inducted into the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. That's going to wrap up the Sports Beat KC podcast for this week. For Gary, this is Jesse. Thanks again for tuning in, and be sure to tune in for another episode next week.